0: Fly me to the moon and let me rule over the verb. Let me see what weather's like. Oh, this journey's not absurd. In other words, Maxim, fly high. In other words, no rubber ball. Fill my heart with song Let me reign forevermore You were all I longed for All I worshipped and adored In other words God's going to the moon In other words I'm Anaru (laughs)
1: <laughs> so so brendan you were, okay you were in a mood weren't you uh, <laughs> okay so what did you watch this week did you watch neon genesis evangelion or something like that <laughs> no, dude. What is, okay. why is that your first thought about because it? that's at the end of every episode <laughs> okay so time out time
2: out <laughs> do we got we got a couple things going on here <laughs> number one <laughs> i wanted to do another one of these stupid things since the last time we got to the end of an arc i did africa by toto so something had to happen
1: <laughs> well we did that following me to the moon yeah <laughs> yeah oh i get uh, it now. i clicked for him uh because that's a thing <laughs>
2: So, so the other thing that I thought was hilarious too is that uh, we were in uh, not not the, the the cast chat, but the main group chat. Jordy fucking damn near ruined it because he started spouting the lyrics to this like a week ago, and I'm like, Jordy, motherfucker, stop! Get, don't ruin my thing here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yo, we had not the slightest clue.
1: Yeah, I, I, nobody would have thought this was a thing. <laughs> the, the the general chat that we are normally hanging out in there is so much stuff that gets hidden in there. Like there could be like literally like the fucking National Treasure from Nicolas, that Nicolas Cage movie <laughs> National Treasure in there, and I wouldn't fucking know. Yeah, you were you were worried for absolutely nothing. Anything that that goes on in that chat goes basically in one ear and out the other. You can directly ask someone something and they won't even see
2: it <laughs> you got you guys got the uh the true version of of the song we there's there's another version out there that you haven't heard yet that may or may not be the real one we put in the cast that's a little spoofier. <laughs> So, uh, sorry if anyone had any bits that they wanted to get out this week. Uh, I know, uh, Christian had a flat tire story that he was just dying to share. A new one, uh, <laughs> An- in fact. A
0: new flat tire
3: <laughs> They It won't end until he does a full rotation of his tires.
1: Someone- So one of you guys is secretly coming to my place of work and slashing my tires, and I don't appreciate <laughs> it.
3: It's because I love
1: you, Christian. I miss you so much. Then just say hi to me. Don't slash my tires.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Those are
1: expensive. <laughs>
2: My love
3: is expensive.
1: They they discovered that my brakes were fucked too, so I had to pay for Ooh. new brakes.
3: Alright. That oh no. wasn't us. That wasn't us. That was definitely your crazy ex-girlfriend.
1: Can't have a crazy ex-girlfriend if you don't have an ex-girlfriend.
3: Moving on. So uh Brendan, when are you gonna go on Broadway?
2: Uh when? Um I've actually been on Broadway. Um you guys were there. To Broadway. You haven't been on Broadway. <laughs> I have been on the road that is named Broadway. That That counts. is
1: true. He did do that.
2: I have been on top of it. It's it's happened. It's over. I've, <laughs> I've achieved my dream. <laughs> Brendan
1: gets to Broadway on the street, Broadway, and goes, I've peaked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of me
1: like standing in
2: the middle of the street there's a taxi driver who's like fucking honking at me and get i'm just like get
0: the fuck out of the
3: road <laughs> i'm walking
2: I'm in walking I'm
0: walking here. here all
2: right moving on to 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 the summer <clears throat> the sun's bright light shines down on a once doomed land the people of the sky listening intently hear a magical sound Legends foretold that the sound of the bell would bring peace. A stop to the 400 years of fighting. Down below in the blue sea, a child of generational shame. As if at the very core of his lineage could be felt at that very moment. Mont Blanc Cricket utters a very solemn response. That cheeky bastard did it. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. And that it, does essentially did. summarize all of the important aspects of this uh, minus the like two episodes that we had of Luffy and Eneru somewhat quick, fighting. Quick thing. <laughs> quick thing. Uh-huh. Called it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. That was <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like that was kind of an easy call, but no, you it, you it's absolutely a called it. super easy
1: call, but still. Put it in the jar. Put it in the jar. <laughs> we'll put it in the jar. We can put that in the jar.
2: I do want to go back, though. You know what you didn't call? was that those giant fucking... I was pissed about that. Uh,
1: <laughs> I think, actually, if you want to talk about calling, I think I called that one.
2: I actually think... Yeah, I think Christian did call it, like, like briefly until until Devin chimed in and went, but galleons though. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> what are we calling here? R- refresh my memory.
1: I distinctly remember uh, making a joke about how they were just giant hand puppets. Um... <laughs> That is essentially what they were.
2: (laughs) The the giants that we saw in the blue sea were just like shadow projections from the sky people in the mist down below.
1: Essentially shadow puppets or whatever. (laughs) I was was so mad about that because I was like, oh, so that's how they're going to explain it? Okay.
3: What were you (laughs) expecting?
1: (laughs) He wanted giant. He wanted Eva's man. You're you're gonna
2: get your Gundam soon, Devin. Liar. Don't worry. You're a liar <laughs> and a fiend. <laughs> liar. If,
3: if if I
2: told you that there were Gundams in this at some
3: point, would you trust me? No. Okay. <laughs> if I said it, knowing that I've spoiled things in the past by accident, would you believe you're worse. me? Worse.
1: Yeah, you're even worse. <laughs> but would you
3: believe me? That's the real question. That's the only question here. No,
1: <laughs> what? I have credibility here. I believe I tell you, the you truth. said, "Hey, so and so is someone's dad," and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" The only but person no. I'd believe would be Simmy. You wouldn't believe the guy who spoils shit on the show. All right, whatever. No, because now you're trying to make up for it, so you'll just say random <laughs> nonsense and pass yeah. it off as a potential spoiler. Well, that is
3: completely logical. I think you're expecting way too much out of me.
2: <laughs> yeah, there, there there's a lot of like mental gymnastics that you're going through that Justin really just does not have the time for. No, not all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's 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 try to bring the conversation back around. So what, what do we start? Uh they cut down giant jack.
1: Yeah, that that was our big uh our big plan. That was the big the
2: plan. Which, you know, honestly, I I really appreciated. Uh I'm just saying like shout out to my boy wiper in these episodes because my my dude has been having just an absolute roller coaster of you know a character a character arc these last few episodes and seeing Zorro cut down giant jack well at least the section that he did
1: before he got hold on hold on give credit where it's due the real champion that actually cut down the tree was Usopp with his rubber band that's what Mm -hmm, I'm saying mm -hmm, dude mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm. that rubber band did so much work it did about nine tenths of the work it, it was it's like you know, like in a combo when like the like you're playing an mmorpg or something like that and like the rogue comes in and like does that one stab but it's like 7 billion damage <laughs> and like the guy dies but then like another guy comes in like <laughs> at the last second and kills the thing that's what that rubber band
2: was <laughs> Who's up with the, the, the 5,000 brain IQ? Who's just like, dude, I know exactly what we need to bring down this giant Jack a fuckload of rubber bands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate you, who's up? You're the fucking greatest, but I hate you. <laughs> so, so Zoro and Wiper take down giant Jack, just so we're clear. And the snake and the snake the snake was there which uh we also got a little bit of backstory on his ass he was apparently the tiny snake from 400 years ago which makes him well we got so- that we
1: got that like last yeah, episode, apparently though. like we definitely didn't realize that last episode
2: oh oh was that was that kind of clear after last episode i didn't know if that was clear or not darndest thing
1: <laughs> yeah who would have guessed it
2: you know fun fact that snake uh i think i can tell you this without being an asshole I think it's the second or third oldest creature in the entire series, or something like really? that. Really? Yes.
1: Uh, well, it is sitting at like a cool four hundred years old, at least. So yeah, I,
2: I want to say second, actually. I think it's the second oldest creature in the entire series, at least that we know of so far.
1: Whatever. I think I could say that without being an asshole. Is that cool? Is the other is the other animal the whale at the beginning of the Grand Line? The whale's not not as old. No, absolutely not. Not, not even close. I was going to say I don't even think Laboon has broken like 50. No, I'm I'm pretty sure
2: he he's like 50 maybe on the dot cuz he was like he was he was a baby when the original travelers who caught up with him were like, "Hey dude, we're we're bros." And then it's been 40 years since then. You know what I mean?
0: Hmm.
1: Right, right, right. Well, either way, Laboon's nowhere near this snake. Do you think that if they fought what would happen? Uh, I, I think
2: laboon could kick this snake's ass i'm gonna be honest dude <laughs> there's a guy in the background just saying let them fight i i would <laughs> i would just put my money on laboon is all i'm saying dude five he's, more he's, days, he's got five weight. more
1: days especially if they went in the water
2: even though i i have heard that snakes are actually secretly not that bad swimmers or something like that have you not seen a water snake before do all snakes have the ability to swim like a water snake is all i'm saying
1: uh not not necessarily but also uh this giant snake has proficiency with swimming in like the white sea anyway so like that and that's basically water so true yeah even knowing that i would still put my money on laboon
2: that 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 boy would kick his his goddamn ass guaranteed
3: back to giant jack
2: <laughs> so the giant so giant jack has fallen we've 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 trampled giant jack fuck fuck your jack and the Beanstalk. stock uh <laughs> Lou Wait, feet. hold up! The snake has a name. I just looked yes. at the notes.
1: It has a fucking yeah, name. Yeah, they, they very briefly mention it in the flash. One of yeah, the two Nola. flashbacks. Nola, Nola,
3: Nora, RL. You know
1: that thing. So it's a girl snake. I don't know if that was confirmed. I just, I just know its name is Nola or Nora or whatever. Well, if you go with Nora, that's traditionally a female name. But yeah, I would imagine it's probably a girl snake. I guess then. Either way. So as
2: as Giant Jack is falling, we got our boy Luffy riding on the back of Nami's waiver and shit. They're they're tr- they're climbing up. Nami also had this plan. This is all her plan, by the way. We we kind of glossed over that. Power to you, big brain play. They're 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 climbing up Giant Jack. And then Luffy just bails. <laughs> Hopefully he knew that Nami was going to land safely on that little tiny cloud in the sky mm-hmm. or whatever. Otherwise, what a dickhead.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Let's talk about that. She Before they start off, they're like, Luffy, I'm going to ride you up there. But you have to promise me I'll live. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Meets her and her. He's like, yo, uh, deuces, I'm gonna go, like, punch this guy or whatever. And I'm just here like, what a conveniently placed cloud. She well, definitely should have like,
1: fallen. To be, to be fair, I mean, even if she had fallen all the way down, that's not too much farther than the first time she fell down Giant Jack, so... As far as I'm concerned, she'd have been fine either way, as long as she landed on Cloud.
2: As long as she landed on Cloud, or landed inside the Waver, which we all know is (laughs) indestructible. Right, actually. So, so your boy Luffy jumps off, and then... (laughs) He jumps straight in to the 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 Thunder Egg Rigo, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, the like
1: hundred times larger than the first one, Rigo.
2: I love that image when he's like fucking jumping straight into it because you're thinking to yourself, okay, yeah, we know where this is going. But they they made this fucking Weather Egg, whatever you want to call it, so much larger than Luffy. He's a speck. A fucking speck, I tell you. But he got gold on him. (laughs) And he has, like, a gold ball on him. Honestly, I kind of like the, uh, like, what they did with trying to, like, justify, like, how he, you know... Uh, disbanded the Weather Egg, so to speak, or the Thunder Egg, I guess. I'm not saying that that's, like, a bad thing, but I do think it was a little comical, just the sheer volume-size difference between Luffy and the fucking
1: Thunder Egg. And the fact that gravity doesn't take place in that ball of thunder, apparently. Well, you know... Because, you know, if you jump off of something, into something, and then, you know... Listen, they're standing on... They're standing on solid clouds right now, all right? Like, I don't... There's a lot of dismissed science here and then they try to What you're failing to realize is that there's so much charge inside
2: that weather egg that clearly there's some electromagnetism nonsense going on that is counteracting the effects of gravity. Uh-huh, Boom uh-huh, science. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: We Thank Dr. You, Stone now up in this bitch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take I'm going to take that science, put it in a nice little ball and throw it out cuz I don't care. <laughs> that's that's fine <laughs> because science don't work here just like people dying don't work here yeah
3: but before we get there yeah
1: I you know put it in the jar of another thing that I just like yeah this will be a thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so Luffy's big old plan is to take his his gold noodly arm to just wave it around the lightning and be like aha I, the gold will grab it and then my rubber will disarm it I don't think he disarmed it. I think he just diverted it so
1: and then like discharged it in random directions to make it No, I mean it was definitely supposed to be like the gold absorbs a lot of the electricity here and then uh the rubber neutralizes it.
3: I definitely interpreted it as like when when your food is hot and there's steam coming out and you go or you're just like trying to flap it away. <laughs> that's that's what I basically saw this that, as
1: I mean they have Anaru specifically go like, oh, Oh, damn, I forgot he has gold on him, which is just going to attract all my electricity. So he grabs the the lightning with the gold, then he's like, Aha,
2: I I now know that lightning doesn't affect me, so, aha, I win!
1: (laughs) And then he goes to fight Susano, I mean, Eneru.
3: Ah, yes, we're here. Fact time! Uh scrolling, 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 don't Where are my notes? Scrolling,
1: scrolling, scrolling. Just keep
3: scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep scrolling, scrolling. scrolling <laughs> Wait, where's scrolling. my notes? Okay. Whew! Scared myself. <laughs> okay, so um Amaru is a dragon slash serpent chimera thing. Um from the Tiwanaku or Tiwanaku uh or Incan mythology. Uh Amaru is also the uh quechua pronunciation of that name or creature that was a lot of words that i don't know the meanings of.
1: <laughs>
2: there was a lot there that i'm gonna be honest with you kind of went
3: in one year and only half of it stayed Ancient there
1: civilization talk that i've never heard okay, of okay so
3: amaru is a dragon serpent thing from inca mythology quechua is just uh, indigenous language from the people of peru just wanted to okay know. Hell that was yeah. the, That
1: was the one I
2: specifically was like, what? So so our boy Eneru basically just turns himself into a giant lightning god as if he wasn't already and goes like, ah yes, I can beat you now. Which honestly, all things considered, this is where I'm all this is like the part of their fight where I'm always like, Eneru, what the fuck do you think you're doing here? He yeah. decides to make himself a bigger target to try to beat Luffy with. I'm thinking to myself, bruh. All you've done is make it easier for this man to hone in on you. If you at least stayed in your normal form, he would have to, like, I don't know, like, move slower with the giant golden bell and you could jump around it or something and then smack him in the face. I don't know. But by, but by, he's by a the, god, so why would he, you know, think? I, well, he thought when they fought the first time, I don't know what changed.
1: This feels like he got too full of himself after, like, completing a large part of his plan and obtaining the bell, and then was like, yeah, 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 I'm unstoppable again. Uh, And just, like, we completely took a step back from, like, all the parts where he learned that Luffy is completely immune to lightning damage. (laughs) This kind of goes back to my theory of the dumb-dumb theory. The, the dumb dumb. dumb we haven't yeah. we haven't gotten to the dumb dumb theory in a while. I'm glad we came back here. I'm gonna be real. I was gonna bring it up. He's been around him for too long. He's probably been sensing him for way too long, which probably amplified the dum dumb fruit's uh, strength, making yeah. him even <laughs> more so of a foil to him. Yeah, that's what's happened. He's been having to read his mo his movements and his basically his thoughts the whole time too. So he's been getting a double dose, even a triple dose of dum-dum. Exactly. <gasps> What if that guy from Night at the Museum was a One Piece fan?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> that stop. giant
1: talking head goes dum dum give me gum gum.
2: Stop. <laughs> the, the Eastern Island heads are not a part oh of the series. God. Stop. <laughs>
1: Everything makes sense. Question mark.
2: So anyway, so <laughs> Eneru transforms into a big version of himself, which I just think is absolutely silly. And Uh, uh, luffy he he's got the the ball on him and it's like charged with a rifle for like the better part of the entire episode like he's got it wound up for like a good solid five to ten minutes or something like that and it's never falling it's just like behind him fully extended (laughs) until until he finally jumps away from Eneru, grabs the cloud flies back up and then punches him in his smug ass face and my logic for that
1: is the fact that when he twisted his arm, it's probably like when you make a rubber band ball, how it's like a rock almost at that point. Yeah, I mean, the weight would Where definitely you twist keep the rubber it. band hard enough. It just sits solid, solid. So that's why it didn't like, droop. Well, OK, I like that. I can get yeah, by. I mean, the, the weight on the back of his on his hand would definitely, I think, keep it wound up like that. I'm still convinced that Luffy, if someone were to read his mind, it would literally just be static. No, it would be meat just meat
3: it would be meat. and yeah. then just until meet. he's
2: fighting then it's static and then and then when he's not fighting <laughs> it's meat again <laughs> it's literally that simply he's not a very complex character
3: <laughs> i don't know about static i feel like it's definitely meat and then when he's in fight mode he's just like i'm gonna kick your ass that's it
2: <laughs> so so uh Eneru gets blasted with the with the golden rifle or whatever he gets smacked into that bell we get to ring the bell for the first time in 400 years and uh um. knocks knocks his smug ass into planet earth although really not only like Beneath the first layer of the of the sky land, I guess, and then, and
1: then he flies away. When when he hit the water, I was like, "Cool, they actually killed him." And then like yeah. he, he came back, and I was like, "Really?" Yeah, we're just gonna ignore the part where like Chopper went in the water at some point and like was unable to come back up.
2: No, no, we got to remember back to the very beginning when they first got to Sky Island, like when Usopp did it. He went so far down that he started. Just falling again, but here's where we're at though. Remember when they first got to Skypea, they were on a lower level of the the white 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 sea or whatever, and then they took a milky road, which we saw again in these episodes that All get right. you to a higher level. So what Ederu fell through was a higher level of the white, white sea so and same thing with the bell. What they had found and retrieved, or at some point when Eneru like broke through and f- got back to the sky, he probably just got back on his boat and fucking fucked off and did his own thing at that
3: point. The fact that his arc is still like functional is absolute bullshit. Like-
2: right. That- that's the thing that I think is just absolutely outrageous. This man fell through the water, ga- came back to consciousness, got his ship to fly again, and then is like, yes, I'm going to the moon now.
1: So we learn that the endless Verth is the moon. yes and not Earth, like I thought.
2: So, he suffocates, right? Okay, so, Devin, I'm glad that you asked, because that transitions Do you want to tell us. him, or
3: do you want me to tell him? I, you know go ahead, Justin. You can give him more details, uh, afterward. Um, so, fun fact. Um, <laughs> in the manga, there is a, um, little side story that Oda wrote, where Enru goes to the moon, and he, like, meets, essentially, aliens up there, and, uh, there, there is some relevant information that he gathers up there. <laughs> what
1: does that mean? Okay, all right. Uh, does he get l- defeated by Desmond the Moon Bear from fucking ASDF? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does find space
2: pirates and what kicks their asses. You <laughs>
1: what do you mean?
3: What? <laughs> on top of that, on what top of that, wait, before you go any further, are you talking confirm about? for me, did they have mech suits up there?
2: Uh, not that I know of. No, not that I know of.
3: What the fuck is what wrong with the show? This
2: is what I'm going to tell you. There are not people who just casually go between the Earth and Moon. Okay, when I say space, I don't
1: believe you anymore because this show's fucking <laughs> yeah, stupid Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that for a second.
2: No, I promise you that is not a thing. I promise you.
1: Empty, when empty I- promises. <laughs>
2: When I say when I say space pirates, I'm talking about full on fucking stupid ass talking alien about space cowboy pirate. bebop.
1: You didn't tell me we were going to Spike's <laughs> Beagle.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying at some point what do you fuckers said that this arc was going to take us to space. So here we are,
1: dude. That's all I'm saying. It's just not
3: in the anime unfortunately, but
1: Didn't I say to the moon at one point in this podcast? I, Gary, I, mean. I bet you you did. Are you sure it wasn't in relation to Dogecoin? Yes, it was. It definitely in relation to Dogecoin, but now.
2: <laughs> so so, just... what I'm going
1: to tell you is
2: okay. There is a there is a canonical canonical <laughs> side plot where Eneru gets his sorry ass up to the moon, which oh is the endless bird, by the way. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Fucking, he meets a new civilization up there. And they are invaded by space pirates, whom he defeats, and then now he rules over the civilization on the moon. Oh, he rules it, Oda,
1: Oda, Oda, Oda. Oda. I need to have a chat with you for just a second. (laughs) Oda, go to bed. Like seriously, (laughs) just go to bed and like get like a solid weeks worth of sleep. I I think I could. Fuck, were you smoking when you came up with this fucking theory? Like, when the moon thing happened, I was like, what? And then now hearing that he actually gets there?
2: <laughs> now you know why it was so important to me. How that this does he breathe? Today...
1: <laughs> what does he do when he's up
2: there? Oh, oh Devin, you're going to love this too. The The civilization I told you about? <laughs> they wear space
1: helmets. That's, like, the most plausible thing you've said in the last five minutes. <laughs>
2: okay, my
3: bad, my bad. The real tragedy is is that this side piece has never and probably will never get an anime adaptation. I hope it doesn't.
1: How long did it take Oda to do this? Like, as in, like, since the, like this moment that we're in in the manga right here, where mm-hmm. he flies into the moon... When did Oda write or publish this side story where he takes over the moon planet
2: so so the the side stories when we talk about side stories, so I know we skipped over it back in the day, but remember the uh, the the adventures of mini buggy that we told you about that we skipped over, yes. back back when we were over there so the The adventures of mini buggy was a cover story, as was the John Go and uh full body friendship that happened when they were in like a dance off or whatever. You remember that when we talked about that at one point or another? That was another cover story. So the cover stories are where Oda, like, every once in a while when he's like, "Eh, I want to tell more stories on the characters I've built in this world. He'll have, like, a single panel at, like, the front of any new manga chapter. And, like, they'll be in series with each other and tell, like, a singular story based on, like, what is happening. So I think it was, like, a 15 to 20 chapter cover story or something like that of... Enaru's adventures of taking over the moon basically and that's what it was so i think it was in the preceding chapters after skypea for like 20 or 30 chapters we just saw like a single panel of him doing stupid shit on the moon that if you read it all together is the full story
1: of what that means he had this planned he had this planned from the beginning then this wasn't just like he woke up in the middle of the night one day
3: but to answer your question about when oda wrote this he wrote the Skypea arc, um, around like two thousand three, two thousand two. Uh, this Eneru... What, what was it called? Hold on, let me read the actual name of the arc. <laughs> Enaru's Great Space Operations. Uh, that was written in uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. So you wrote it about three okay. years later. So it was like three years later. All right. I need to read this now. I I, I thought this is just like negligible information, but clearly it's not.
1: No,
2: dude, I I love this cover story. It's one of my fucking favorites. <laughs> It's so stupid. I love it. I love it.
1: This is, this is a reason why I'm so glad that this arc is done. <laughs> Shit. So like we so so does that mean we never see Eneru again? Like he just lives on the moon now, and we're never I'm going to see him. I'm
2: going to tell you, like I always tell you, Oda has a funny way of reintroducing characters. But what I will tell you is that going to the moon is not just a casual thing. We will not just casually meet people who are like yes. We go to moon all the time.
1: No, he's gonna have a cameo later later on when they show the moon in a scene, and it's gonna be like, "See, there he is." <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's gonna and it's gonna be Sokka's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Enru really wanted to go to the moon. He's trying Mister Studio girl. <laughs> I mean, looking like Eminem, who wouldn't? So Enaru
2: is on the moon. Uh, that is the endless verth. Wow. So n- neither of you are right. By the way, about what the endless verth was, it was always the moon. Always has been. You suck. Stupid. Always
3: has been. Stop. We did to talk about how during the anime, this whole time Enaru was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be." going downward to get some endless birth. That
1: that's why it's so stupid, yeah that's Justin. why I kept thinking that's why I kept thinking he's just going to earth where all this verth came from it came from earth
2: <laughs> but but now he's found the endless verth. there is nothing
1: but solid ground he's not wrong it's a different it's a different type but it's verth, <laughs> I guess so moving
2: on we 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 beat our baddie he he fucks off to fucking fairy tale land neverland or whatever the fuck that shit from uh peter pan is and then then we have our big party everyone's fucking vibing the
1: the the straws we we get another like luffy and usopp like telling people what they need to be doing as pirates bit, like they did to Robin earlier in the campfire. <laughs>
2: well no, it was Except, it was to Nami this time where Yeah, that's what I mean. U- Usopp and Luffy are like, you know, they're 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 chilling, then Nami's like, Yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here as soon as we can. And Luffy and Usopp are looking at her so disapprovingly. They're like, Dude, are you serious? We're pirates and you're not even gonna try to find gold.
1: You're not even gonna try and party with these people for the next eight days. <laughs>
2: So we get that whole bit we got we got a uh, our boy um what's his name Wiper coming out of the tent seeing that everyone has finally you know come at peace and they they find the bell again Which I was a little, like, kind of... I forgot how they find it out of the water because I forgot it falls in the water, right? And I was like, oh, wait, how do they get it out of there again? And then they just, like, magically somehow kind of have vines that were like,
0: oh, yeah, 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 we got it. (laughs) They tried to
1: explain it away as it got caught on some vines from Big Jack. Yeah. Giant Jack. That's what what I'd said or whatever. Which is, like, utter bullshit, but sure, whatever to make the the, the shandorians happy i guess
2: They're, they got the bell out of the water they got the bell out of the water and then uh we finally get a little bit back into
1: overarching plot progression eh? Eh? so I, I do have something to say about that so when i was first I, I, when i was watching the episodes earlier today and i was at my lunch break and everything like that watching them i had this like random epiphany and I wrote it down right at the very beginning of my notes. And I was like, Do you think that Gold Roger could read the Ponglyphs and maybe that's where where all the the, the one or where he's gonna have the one piece? And then when it finally is revealed in this episode, I was like,
2: Ah! ah! <laughs> 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 like, dude, my brain!
1: It's it's enormous! <laughs> uh, I have the most wrinkly brain. <laughs> <laughs> all the wrinkles. I never fold it. Although uh the part where uh uh I had mentioned a long time ago when we talked about the, the our uh, one piece whistle, uh, how Gold Roger had been up there mm-hmm. and had known Gonfall. I was waiting for Gonfall to go, and he gave me a whistle. <laughs> I I just I me. I wanted it so bad for him, like to be as as a departing gift. He gave me, and he pulls out the whistle or something that he like somehow found on the ground. I really want to know how the fuck did Gold Roger get up there? And how the fuck did he know it was up there? I'm sure he went through the knockoff stream. No, no, no. I mean, how did he get up to where the bell was? Because he signed that shit before the bell came down. (laughs)
2: Right. And what I want to know is, why did this jackass sign his name on it instead of telling everybody? He does
1: graffiti. It's easy to think of. No,
2: why did he sign his name on it instead of telling everybody, "Hey, uh you
3: guys, there's 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 a bell up there." Do you- Because he's
1: flexing. Maybe he was
3: smarter than Nolan and he knew that wasn't the play.
1: Brendan's problem is not the is not the fact that he graffitied the bell. It's the fact that he didn't tell like the Shandorians down below like or deliver the bell to them like, "Hey, your bell's up here. Here you go. You're good now." <laughs>
2: Like like he could have you could have at least like mentioned it to Gonfall be like hey did you did you know there's a fucking bell over there he would be like wait what all right so we got we got our girl Robin being the absolute enormous brain that she is uh so she can still read the Poneglyph. so recap the one that she read in alabasta crocodile wanted it because he believed it had the location of pluton which is one of the ancient weapons and it did have said location. She lied about it. And then moving on to this Poneglyph, it had information regarding Poseidon,
1: which is a different ancient weapon. So now we got two. I, 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 I want to dive a little bit more into the naming of it because they're obviously basing it off the Greek gods and different naming of the Greek gods, such as Pluton being a new nickname for Pluto, which is Hades in Greek. Uh-huh. So it's like, so I get that that's the theme for them. I wanna yes. know what these fucking weapons are though. Like, are they gonna be based off the
3: Greek gods?
1: Are they gonna be these like? These are like, great what the questions
3: fuck? that we may or may not have answers for. I
1: ain't gonna
2: lie to you, Devin. We will find out one or more of these weapons in a future.
1: Also, also, side note, fuck Oda for changing between the Roman god version and the
3: fucking <laughs> Greek god.
1: <laughs> the Romanized version. All he had to do is use Neptune. It's the same I wouldn't be fucking surprised one. if o- Oda takes this even one step further and just like handpicks his favorites from like every mythology. Like next we're going <laughs> to yeah, get I a mean, Buddhist honestly. one. Then we're going to get like a Taoist one. We'll get an Incan god at some point.
2: So, so here's my question. Now, now that we have the, these two ancient weapon named,
1: how many do we think there actually are? that's the thing if, if they're following the greek god theme that is like it's only going to have that many like the, uh, as many as there are the greek gods i don't remember how many there are off the top of my head but if they're going to go the bullshit route that christian's mentioning it could be 30 it could be 5 it could be 15 it could be anything
3: <laughs> this is the question i have do you think oda would just like create a weapon and call it uranus yes
1: absolutely <laughs>
2: So we got information on Poseidon. And then in addition, so Robin's piecing together. So she, her her mission, well, no, no, her her goal, her, her drive is to find the what she calls the Rio Poneglyph, which she believed prior to this episode to be a singular one poneglyph that says this is exactly what happened in the blank century, which is like her ultimate goal. There's a missing century in their universe, and she wants to know what the fuck happened. And now she's starting to realize that. The, the mystery of the real poneglyph, it's it's not that it's a single poneglyph, it's the collection of all the details from all the poneglyphs that eventually make out the full story of what happened in the in the hundreds or the century void or whatever. And she's like, Bruh, we gotta go to Raftel and find this fucking thing. <laughs> I wanna go there, I wanna see all this shit.
1: That has just put such an endgame on the on these poneglyphs though, like Yes, it has. I can't wait to be <laughs> let down by some stupid bullshit about it being a second moon or something. I, I can only assume we'll find remnants of the Poneglyphs continually like we have with this one. But man, to to, <laughs> uh, to set that goal at, at episode 193 or whatever
3: episode it was for... And we're at like 950 and some change right
1: and, now. And we're... we're, we're, we're We're banking on a thousand real soon.
3: Like, my (laughs) God, Oda.
2: We've got some places to go and people to see. Let me tell you,
3: dude. (laughs) Yeah, Oda stated from like day one that he's had his like end game in mind, like probably like three months after starting and he's like, yeah, I know it's going to end. It's gonna take me like 20 years apparently But Yeah, uh... no, I
2: mean, he he knows He knows how he wants the final clash to play out He knew his endgame characters He just didn't know like What he was gonna put in between Like, he didn't know he was gonna make Sky on. He didn't know he was gonna make Alabaster He didn't know he was gonna make the next arc or the next arc But he knew like the beginning and he knew the end And then he's just been like kinda transitioning Extra shit in between to make it an interesting story
1: He's really milking that one intern for all he's got, huh? dude. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> never forget that intern that came up with that Drum Island shit. All right, never. <laughs> so and then, so then we move on to the straws after Robin explains all the shit with the Poneglyphs or whatever, and says like, ah, you guys are good. Like I, I, I've read this. Uh, it's already been taken to Raftel. Old Roger was here. He read it. He probably, he probably made the Rio Poneglyph in Raftel. So like, you're good. You don't have to deal with this anymore. And then he's just like thank fucking christ i hate it here
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they don't leave so they stay and they're like yay now we don't have to do shit all day long <laughs> <laughs> right but
2: uh and then after as they go back to catch up with the straw so all the t- all this while <laughs> in the background <laughs> luffy Nami, Zoro, all those assholes they were they <laughs> they jumped inside the snake luffy luffy your boy He knew where the gold was, right? After he was eaten by the snake, he remembered (laughs) that there just so happened to be a shitload of treasure. Yeah,
1: I can't believe that Luffy is the one who, like, remembered this in in the end of the day, like... (laughs) Right? All this man thinks about, as we've established, is fighting people and meat. (laughs) and somewhere in the deepest recesses of his brain, he remembered that one crown he hauled around for four episodes... (laughs)
2: I love when they introduce it, like when they finally get to the scene in the in the anime where like Luffy's like, see, I fucking told ya there's gold
3: everywhere. <laughs> he's so fucking proud of himself that he showed everybody. You wanna know what's crazy? When Luffy wakes up Nami, he's like, Yo, we're gonna go get gold, my brain completely forgot that, like, the snake's stomach was filled with it, and I just thought, oh, they're gonna, like, you know, go salvage whatever is left in the ruins or whatever. My brain did not think, they were like, yo, I'm going back inside the snake. I didn't either, <laughs> to be fair. Luffy's like, here we go again. Who was it? It was Usopp and Zoro talking outside of the snake, and they're, like, yelling or whatever. And I'm just here, like, yo, if they woke this snake up right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to go back to how no one dies in this universe. Just... Just, like, nobody is a threat, and no no villain is a true threat at any point. It just wipes away any semblance of threat that they had.
2: If it makes you feel any better, I would say that going forward, not every villain is always this, like, giant threat that's, like, basically putting everyone as, like, a hostage, like, they actually, they 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 will develop some villains that'll actually have a little bit more meat to them, where it's more just, like, a personal grudge or something between, like, our protagonists, and, you How know- How come
1: people only die in
2: backstories, though? It's
1: only in backstories! Devin,
2: you've just said one of the biggest memes in the entire <laughs> One Piece community. People only die in backstories. It's one we've
1: gone over plenty of times, it's- It doesn't, it's, ah, it's, it's, it infuriates me to no end because I want to like these villains so much, but then they have no effect on anything at the end of the day. Yeah,
2: it's, it is quite frustrating. I agree. I think that One Piece could, like, for a mature audience, it could benefit a lot from actually delving into a little bit more critical, you know, (laughs) like having those stakes actually matter. But unfortunately, a lot of the time, most of the time yeah they're gonna come out fine on the
3: other side somehow but when somehow. the people do die it will matter and it will stick out and maybe Th- they, didn't even do- they
1: didn't even double down on killing the like 600 r- random goon angels or whatever they were called <laughs> however many there were they we could have just left them we could have never mentioned them again and just had a bit of sad story on the sideline but no Gonfall had to run to the cave and discover that all of them are just fine Right. I, uh, we, uh. I know. I feel like I feel like the icing on the cake was when the old man came out. I was like, okay, I'm just I I'm, I'm so filled with rage <laughs> they, that I can't. they function. even did a bit, dude. They even did the bit where Pagia comes
2: out and like all of the straws are like, You're supposed to be dead. And he's like, Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm definitely not.
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm not dead. I guess. He doesn't even
2: look injured.
1: No, he has like one scratch on He's him.
2: <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> He's not hurt whatsoever. I will say, too, when, when all of these Shandorians were coming up, one thing that stuck out to me, too, was uh, when they were partying, Zoro and uh, Brahm specifically, were fucking drinking buddies at the big bonfire reunion or whatever at the night party. I
3: thought that was kind of funny. Just fucking kill someone! Yeah. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> you're all right. And, and I I will try to say that like this is happening really early in the One Piece story. And that, down the line, I think your gripes will be, uh...
1: The same. The exact same. Uh, what else is there? Uh... <laughs> Bro, what about Usopp?
0: <laughs> Yo, what about your boy?
1: The, does the weird sleeper fucking level up for two characters in this arc? God damn. <laughs> he learned a thing or two from, uh, that, uh, shit. but the Denden Den Mushi guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw the
2: the fucking uh the rice 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 i think his name was yeah, rice rice or something sure. like that uh he learned he learned a thing or two from the rice rice dickhead <laughs> it was like you see this this is the best fucking uh rubber band on the planet it was used exclusively to take down giant jack <laughs> and then he's like and this piece of metal was once on the mary it withstood the knock-up stream and they were like well, we don't give a shit about that but those rubber yeah, bands, was like yeah yeah, are-
1: yeah whatever how many rubber bands you got though
3: it's crazy how he like <laughs> told a big fat lie They told the truth for the next item. They were like, no, 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 metal plating. Fuck that rubber band.
1: Nobody wants the truth,
2: which is hilarious, because as soon as he did the trade, too, he was like so fucking pumped and jacked that he got all these dials. And the first thing he said was, dude, we're going to upgrade the shit out of our equipment now.
3: (laughs) He's like, yo, my workbench
2: upgraded. Also, the, the Skypeans were going to give them that giant gold column, which, as Devin said, would have been absolute fucking nonsense if they actually took
3: it. <laughs> Robin is in the perfect position to clear up everything, to be a mediator, and she just says, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna just run with That those. is
1: very true. She's down it's, with that's the That's also very too. in character for Robin. She's a witness, no, or yeah. she's not an active person. It makes way more sense for her to go like, hmm, this is more entertaining to just, like, let this happen.
2: Robin is the the kick ass like aunt that just like oversees all of the kids doing their stupid shit and is just happy to be a part of the team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's like, yeah, they might fully knowing like the 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 Chandorians offer her the gold thing, and she knows in that moment that her friends are off hunting for gold elsewhere. So she goes, yeah, they'll probably want it. And then they the Shandorians just haul this whole ass And the Skypians that joined them Just haul this whole ass thing across the island over And just for the Straw Hats to run away and go Nah And, <laughs> and Robin just looks at them with like this Like polite shit-eating grin and goes Guess they don't want it And then she runs <laughs> off to them? What's he talking about? The only thing we're trying to do is thank
0: them! Oh, miss, is there a problem? You and your friends want this gold, right?
2: <laughs> I guess we don't. What?
0: What? Please wait!
1: It really bums me that when they were, I'm assuming they're gonna get off the island before, or like we're not even gonna see them leave the island, they're just gonna be on the ship. It bums me that they didn't ring the bell one last time.
2: Oh, like what? Like when everyone was leaving or whatever? I
1: mean, they they might next episode. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, somebody, like, runs back and goes, we gotta send them off with the bell, and then it's another callback to the flashbacks. But we also have yet to solve who fixed the boat. And so that's why, like, there might be another episode, like, explaining that. We still don't know who fixed the
2: fucking we, boat. We do still that not is know true. who fixed the boat. And that is a, that is a great question. We will find out, I promise. He wants, he wants clear confirmation
1: of what happened. (laughs) I, I just, it's not even confirmation I want. I just want everything to be rounded off at the end. Like, okay, this arc is complete. Like, we've
3: answered every stupid fucking question. I'm not going to say that Oda doesn't tie up any loose ends. I'm just saying he definitely takes his time with it. We're talking
1: it. about a guy who's writing a thousand chapters, thousand episode show. Of course he doesn't know how to write like cut off loose, or, like round the edges off. Oh you
3: no, know, no he does. No, no, no,
2: He rounds every loose end he ever makes, mind you. Mind your tongue, heathen. Give him time. <laughs> it just
1: sometimes takes 400 episodes. <laughs> So the boat fixer's just gonna appear out of nowhere. Four hundred episodes ago, remember Skypeia? I did. I that. fixed your boat,
2: Dylan. This comment right here. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, are we good? Did we cover everything? I think that's everything, basically. Do we move on to quotes? Quotes. That's what we do next.
1: Uh, or we could tell the folks what we're doing next week. Yes, let's
3: do uh, that.
1: Right.
2: Uh, what we're doing next week?
1: Uh, we're gonna do episode
3: one ninety five. Plus, we're going to be go doing a little recap on events and some other stuff. We don't know what that means. You'll find out next week when we find out. It sounds like we're watching 195 and then doing a bunch of extra
1: stuff, kind of like we did at the end of Alabast.
2: You know, that, that raises a really good question. I, not, not to, like, steer us into, like, a stupid direction. Do you think that our listeners watch the
1: episodes before the episode comes out, or... I think it varies. I think there's there's a good chunk of people that might be following along with us, but then there's just another good, a vast majority are probably just being like, I want to experience what they're doing audibly.
2: No, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, like, like let's say Thursday rolls around. Do you think that the the majority is looking at the no. title of the episode no. and then saying, oh, I need to watch these episodes? Or do you think that they're actually listening to us and we warn them ahead of time at the end of this episode?
1: Well, if they are, they can tell us on Twitter
3: at Pandasite. <laughs> there we go. Uh, not Devin got what uh, I there was we going go. for. That's, that's what we need the nice segue. Let's go. Tell him. Please write to us.
2: <laughs> we like to hear from you. We haven't heard from anybody new in a while. We're sad. <laughs> oh,
1: that reminds me. I don't know. I don't know if we'll keep this in or not, but one of the one of the people who like literally created a Twitter account just to follow us, shout out you. You know who you are if this is still on the cast and you're listening to this. Um <laughs> changed his or her bio to uh Bruh, I'm a proud Yosaku or something like that.
3: <laughs> Whoever you are, human being out there, just know I love you. You're the champion No, we love of the you side. if you're
1: listening to this.
3: That is fucking amazing. <laughs> proud Yosaku. Anyway,
1: I would be interested to know that uh, if anybody like looks at this and actually like tempers their, themselves and goes like I'm going to watch these three episodes and see what they say and then I'll watch the next four episodes brave souls i'm i don't, I'm sure I, don't uh,
3: I don't twitter but can you like make a poll on twitter for people to like interact with you
1: can yeah. yes uh the problem is we have like 29 followers and the last time we did a poll anyway like one person i think johnny was <laughs> the only one who voted johnny
2: <laughs> you love to see it No, I I bet you that now that Virginia guy would absolutely answer. This is personal now.
1: (laughs) It's true. We might get a couple more answers. We have some more followers since then. But anyway. um, Where are we at? Quotes? We are at quotes. We we are at quotes. Uh, Who wants to go first? I only got like two. Actually, and one of them's not even really a quote. It's just a sound. <laughs> so my first one, I, I really like the way that uh, ragan when Eneru says it, like when he's about to like unleash the super duper fucking lightning storm on the, everything. Like just the... Oh, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. And then my second one is literally just, quote, bong the bell. <laughs> Those are my quotes <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I want to preface this by saying that uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you Wiper kind of slapped for me these eps like, A lot uh, And my only two quotes are both Wiper right now uh, I, I got in 191 When Robin's explaining to Wiper About uh, how there was a descendant of Nolan you know, Down in the deep blue sea And why Luffy wanted to ring the bell you know, I, I really like the delivery of the guy who played Wiper when uh, he he was he was questioning Robin. He goes,
1: "What is the name of this explorer's descendant?"
3: Mont Blanc Cricket. Why?
1: The name of his ancestor who came here. Please tell me, was it Noland?
0: Uh, how? Wiper. Uh, what's going on? Why are
2: you crying? Was it Nolan? And then Robin looks back and goes, The fuck? How do you, how do you know about this dude? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then later in that same episode, after uh, right before uh, Wiper does the reject dial again to bring down Giant Jack. Oh, God. Uh, the descendant of your best
1: friend from the Blue Sea. He's waiting for it. The ringing of your golden bell. It's time we rewarded his patience.
2: And I was just like, mm, mm. that's a money shot. That's a money quote. <laughs> I don't even care. It's time we rewarded his patience. Fuck yeah.
1: Another another thing that uh, just like completely undermines any semblance of stakes is the fact that he uses the reject dial like 18 times which is totally fine.
3: He drinks his milk. Moving on. All right, go on. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Um. Okay, so I only got a couple here. This one was from Captain McKinley. He said, um We have abandoned our land and chosen to live. We have nowhere to return and nowhere to go. Praying is all that we can do. That one that one slept. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But there was one by Gold Roger. Gold D
0: Roger. Uh, what? I made it here, and I will guide this passage all the way to the farthest ends of the earth. The stormiest seas will not stop me. Pirate Gold Roger.
3: And I just appreciate like Gold Roger coming into the story because Gold Roger matters to the overarching plot of the story. Cause like it's Luffy's whole like, um, idol Essence. essentially. Yeah. And I-, I just appreciate the moments far in between where Roger just like makes an appearance.
1: It was something I never thought I needed to know, but, the the fact that gold roger knows how to read and write poenecliff uh is kind of is kind of fire um i guess it's to be expected from the world's greatest pirate to ever live but it's still like kind of was like oh that's 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 pretty neat i like this as for my quotes um most of them we've kind of talked about uh, I wrote down. I wrote down mostly as a joke. Like Nami's, like I'll come with you, but you got to make sure I survive. Cause like if not, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. Um, the only other one I guess I have, since nobody else has brought it up here, um, is Luffy's quote:
0: "Not one person in history has ever disproven." The existence of Sky Island. I'm a romantic just like you! Let it break! Hey, Pops! Can you hear it? The City of Gold is here! For 400 years, the City of Gold.
1: Um, you know, despite the fact that I still think, like, ringing the bell as, a, as his whole main goal for this is a little on the lamer side, it's still, you know, it's, it still hits.
3: Wait, uh, it's I, still I'll, on I'll the lamer side?
2: I love seeing this for Cricket. My boys finally get his return.
3: I will tell you that in the future, Luffy has literally fought for less. <laughs> but thank you for going about that, because you reminded me of the quote I was actually looking for. Um, It was right, I think it was right before Luffy punched enaru um and this is a fan sub uh the sub went you and your thunder we made it all the way to sky island and you have to come and turn the weather bad you lightning jerk and i just i read that and i'm like this is such an oversimplification of the entire issue at hand here
1: (laughs) not from luffy's perspective
3: stupid lightning man making the weather bad ruining my day (laughs) all righty then Now
2: moving on to the golden ham. Oh, golden ham.
1: You are terrible at this. (laughs) I know I (laughs) am. Why do we let you do anything? We have a sheet. (laughs) It's right there. Uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You know how to read less than Devin.
2: (laughs) Or Justin with his own notes. Mr. fucking man who's like fucking reaming me out over here. What's your golden ham then? Why don't you start us off there, big guy?
1: You know, after immediately finishing the episodes, I didn't have a solid contender that I felt like I really wanted. After thinking about it for like a little bit, I, I this is mostly a joke because a lot of these episodes are a joke, but also what if. Um,
2: <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Yeah, I can already tell you got Devin on
1: your team. I'm waiting. I'm anticipating it. This is, uh, I'm going to give it to uh, our protagonist, Luffy. But not because he defeated Enru and rang the bell, because he came up with this this entire plan for this kick ass heist by himself <laughs> and executed it flawlessly. Flawlessly is a little flawlessly. Could have had more. Could have had more. My my only uh suggestion for a golden hand would really have to be Nico Robin because the brain blast fucking Jimmy Neutron thinking that she got to realizing Gold Rogers like whole plan about the pong list, just like that hit it so hard for me at that moment because i was like finally fucking progression and then, <laughs> I, I, I i don't know that just really hit but like overall throughout the whole like all the episodes like i can't really justify it i can only justify it for those two episodes the first ones th- there wasn't really a solid contender like I, I agree big brain blast for you know luffy coming up with a heist like sure that was some you know fired memes but like is it really Golden Ham worthy? I don't know. I can't
2: really. Well, I ain't gonna lie to you. So I, I, my pick, I, my Golden Ham is based off who I feel like which character gave me the most return overall over the the four episodes. For me personally, out of nowhere, it was Wiper. I don't know why, but I really enjoyed his character arc finally coming to full circle, ending it wanting to see or wanting to listen to the bell get rung in addition to the shandorians finally listening to their bell ring for the first time and also wanting to close the book on nolan's tale and fully finishing out the whole deal with cricket i understand that perhaps this story arc is not that entertaining for some of our members in this cast but i love the shit out of nolan's tale very wholeheartedly And I really appreciated Wiper in 91 and 192. And then even in 193, when he was like waking up from his coma, and it was like the lead into the big party. I don't know, man. Goosebumps. Uh, Seeing things through his eyes was extremely enjoyable for the largest portion of these episodes. So that's why he has my hand.
3: All right. What about you, Justin? All right. I'll be honest. uh, I think we're all agreed for the... Except maybe Red Boy. For the most part, most of us didn't have a contender in mind, because... You know, episodes are mostly gags. Uh, I did, by default, look at Luffy just because tag, But since Devin brought her up, I am definitely down to give it to Nico Robin because I appreciate just like always the info dumps that come from like the pony glyphs and like all this other information we just got. And also, I just appreciate uh, Oda reminding everyone that like Robin is actually important to the crew. And this is why.
2: I think that's our answer then. Nico Robin. Two to one, one margin.
1: I don't know, man. It is what it is. It's two to one, one margin. But what if I changed my answer to Wiper though? Because if we put it between the two of them, I would definitely choose Wiper before Nico Robin. I, I we all know here that I'm i I'm I'm a simp for Nico Robin here. Out of all, out of you <laughs> are know.
3: you? Because it sounds like you're not right now.
1: Uh we we know I'm I'm the biggest sub for Nico Robin. <laughs> um, you let her snap your neck. I will let her step all over me any day of the week, any hour of the day. But in terms of these episodes, I feel like Wiper is definitely a stronger pick here.
3: Ooh. Ooh. So, so you, you took away our winning position and forced us to a tie that we have no way of resolving. Correct.
2: It sounds like we're going to need to get some... This this will be a first. Let's see if this makes the cut. I'm going to go for it. Uh, it sounds like we're going to need some cheap cheeps out of our editor partway through to put a <laughs> tie-breaking vote into this.
1: <laughs> if only we had a fifth voice that could be heard. Hi, hi, Dylan here.
0: Coming in to place my vote on Wiper. Also, please send help. They have me prisoner. I was human once and they turned me into a hamster the horrors i've seen the wheels i've run the carrots oh god the carrots
2: so so for the first time i think i think we're going to have to go through golden ham with a two to or er, with a even split so we're going to need somebody to break the tie in post <laughs> thanks christian
1: <laughs> no problem so moving on to grab bag to the the grab bag ooh what are we going to grab what are we going to grab what's in this little bag of forks ooh let's see what's on this fork and forks. it's the valentine award i vote oda what? Uh, I hate him uh, for everything that he did. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. I shit, was, don't do this. I was going to say Eneru for this, just because I, I he's, was thinking Enaru. Because not only because of this this stupid moon bid, but also because he's a worthless villain that doesn't kill anybody when he's supposed to. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> Devin took it one step further and oh went straight God. to the source. <laughs> don't do this to me. What if we trolled the entire audience and the thumbnail for next week's episode was Oda instead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know so, what Oda looks like, so that would be a that would be a first for there, me there, too. There's not a
2: lot of pictures of him, but I know what he looks like. But okay, here's where I'm at. He he is on the chopping block for for Valentine. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna restrict him, but this is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna propose. You do not. You do not get to put him on the chopping block every single time you don't like something that he writes. So you get one of these. You get one good one of these. Do you want to burn it here and now? That's what. I, that is my question to you. You get one of these from me. I'm willing to join you, but you can only get one. Do you really think that this is the peak of the shit you are going to hate out of his writing? I
1: feel like because of what's happened canonically currently, because we went from Alabasta to this, and it's happened consecutively, I have to say this is the time. Alright, Justin, what about you? What's your, uh, what's your
3: thought? Head empty. No thoughts. I- I'm on the
1: Enaru train. I fucking
3: hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it to Enaru because there's no way in hell I'm giving Valentine Award to Oda. You can all kiss my ass.
0: He went to the moon, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
3: Why is that, the moon dude. the moon is
1: endless verse this entire time? <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here.
3: Fuck is it, is the this moon. a three time champ for Valentine for Eneru? Or is this uh, no two time no, this is
1: just two. We only gave it to him for the Apple core
3: are are we tired right now or are we giving it or is christian changing his mind again no
1: no 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 i'm on the Eneru train here
3: i'll i'll go to the Eneru, i guess
2: because yeah <laughs> i i am willing to give oda the valentine one of these days but i already know where i would like to give it to him and this ain't it chief
3: <laughs> oh there's a moment that rages you enough to do that i'm curious although sign to my dms real quick after the show step into his office yeah, yeah. Some to my office after the show. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> Step
2: into my office. All right, Enteru it is, thank God. I'm glad we're on the same trip.
1: <laughs> Yay. Shame on you, Oda. What? Shame on
2: you. <laughs> I love Sky Pia. Sky Pia is one of my like fucking favorites, actually. I love the show. Definitely this not art. my favorite,
3: but I definitely won't slander Oda's good name. You know, we did not even we didn't even talk about
2: that too. Do we like the arc like as a whole? Like no? Yeah? Eh?
3: I, I don't mind it. It
1: it was it was fun. I think at the end of the day, I I kind of preferred Alabasta way more.
2: Right. I would say that Agreed. Alabasta is a better package overall, but I still love like what Al or what Skypea had to offer, personally. I feel like the
1: only redeeming part of the Skypea arc is the resolution, or the the, the the not the resolution, the uh uh, the realization, re- revelation of Nico Robin for the Pongglyph.
2: Well, what about the part where Eneru realized that fucking Luffy was not fucking hurtable through his lightning and shit? Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll take that as the greatest moment of Sky P L for <laughs> yeah. just about anything. <laughs> that fucking Eneru face made that entire arc for me, honestly.
2: Alright, we're going home. We're done. Wait, Thank what about for me? Listening.
3: Hold on, I got comments.
2: Oh, you've got! Co- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs>
1: I
3: matter. Um. So this is my second time watching it. Um. The first time I watched One Piece, um, I told myself that Skype was among one of my favorite arcs, but I was like w- really distant from when I first watched it. It was probably because uh, Enru has like one of my favorite powers you could possibly give a character. Um. Second time around, um, I think I like it a little bit more than I originally thought. Except for like toward the end, I I felt like the ending to the fight was a letdown for me personally, um, and I think overall the arc doesn't rate as highly in my mind. But I remember like first starting off, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this like that much when I finish this arc. But I think I can happily say this is a enjoyable arc, just definitely not my favorite anymore.
2: Yeah, I I would say it's not my favorite, but I do really like it. It's it's up there for entertaining arcs for me personally I guess I
1: enjoy the shit out of it shout out to Eminem shout out to Eminem <laughs> thank you for existing does Eminem have a song about the moon uh funny
2: enough I'm glad you mentioned it
1: he does have there's one. a
2: brand new song that he collabed with uh ah oh, what the fuck is that dude's name but it's called moon man uh
1: <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> it's brand why new why is our podcast so meta Wait, like as in it as in it just came out? It literally came out in twenty twenty one. I'm not even kidding. What? <laughs> Look, oh let my let fucking me google. This. God. It's a
2: collab with another dude. Moon Oh Man. my
1: god, it's Kid Cudi. Actually, Kid Cuddy, it was technically that's... it was technically last year, but Oh okay, my bad. It was uh, twenty twenty then. He did a he did a song with Kid Cuddy. Yeah, oh my dude. god, that dude hasn't been relevant in like a decade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking Moon Man of all things. It's amazing. <laughs> I I didn't think that there was going to be a segue to bring that up, but I'm glad we got there.
1: (laughs) I just got David Bowie stuck in my head now, you know, (laughs) where he's Space Odyssey or something like that. Just playing in my head. Good
2: night. Enjoy the rest of your evening, listeners, or day, whoever you are, wherever you are, whenever you are. If you are. Bye. (laughs)
1: how many ghosts do you think listen to us
2: i'm pressing the stop button three a solid
1: three i hope at least one
0: fill my heart with song and let me reign forevermore you were all i longed for all i worshipped and adored in other words God's going to the moon, oh, in other words, in other words, I'm in.